0: Let's be honest, I can't do small talk, so let's get deep. Welcome to the Into Me I See podcast, where we talk candidly about the human experiences and the intimacies of being you. It's me back in the studio, Allison. And I have an amazing guest today. I'm so excited. I am having my friend Abigail Air virtually join us. Um, so excited to have you. She is an intuitive reader and a tarot guide. Hi, Abigail. Hi,
1: Allison. So excited to be here. I'm so <laughs> excited
0: to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I wanted to bring you on because as I talk about my self-care journey and kind of my self-awareness and growth journey, I feel like the spiritual side of me is really, really important, and you have definitely been part of the building blocks of that. Um, I actually, I think we reached out to you probably, I would say almost like two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Um, We have a mutual friend in common, Natasha. Natasha. Hi, Natasha. Um, And, you know, she, I really aspire to, she seems like she has a lot of balance. And she's really in touch with a lot of different parts of herself. And I really admire that about her. And I was in this phase where I was really lost. And I felt like there was something, like a higher being that I needed to connect with. And I felt like just very disoriented, but I knew spiritually that there was, things happening. And so I reached out to Natasha and I said, kind of, here's my issue. I feel lost. What do you recommend? And she goes, have you ever done a tarot reading? And I said, no. And I was a little intimidated and which we'll talk about. Um, but she introduced me to you. Like I said, Abigail Ayer, she's amazing. And we did our first reading almost like a year and a half ago. So that's how I met you. And I was instantly really, um, you really put me at ease and you put me at peace and I really enjoyed our session and we've gone on to do other sessions, which have been amazing, but that's how I met you. And I would love if you would introduce yourself and what led you to, you know, being an intuitive reader and then also kind of your, one of your specialties of, of tarot.
1: Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Well, first, thanks for the kind words. Like (laughs) one, it's been an absolute pleasure knowing you as well. And it's Yeah, it's been like a really wild ride to kind of get where I am. So right now I run my own business as an intuitive reader and a tarot guide. And I just kind of add the tarot guide bit because I teach people about the tarot as well as learning or uh, reading for others. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, when I first started the tarot, I was my first deck was given to me by an ex-boyfriend because he forgot Valentine's Day or he thought I wasn't someone who wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. Which, like, I'm kind of not, but, like, come on. I want the, like, like, recognition. Absolutely. Like, Like,
0: pro tip for any gentleman out there listening, whether she wants to celebrate Valentine's Day or not, do something. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
1: And so he did, like, a midnight run into this, like, little witch store in our college campus and got me tarot cards. And it was – I had never expressed that I wanted them. Like, Mm. it just – he just really – I don't, I feel like it was very divinely led because what ended up happening is he gave me these cards. I kind of played with them for, for a bit, like for two or three years. But then once I got to like 25, 26, I would say I'd had my spiritual awakening where all of a sudden shit was hitting the fan. Yeah, I had to come, uh, to yeah. very like honest conversations with myself about why I truly like hated myself like on like the deepest level and like how that's not sustainable for the next for the rest of my life really not even the next whatever years it's for the rest of my life I was so sick of hating myself
0: that's real and
1: it really came through through at that point the first like layer that I dug through was my eating disorder at Mm. that time and so weirdly I don't I think it was on Instagram I saw this tarot reader named Lindsay Mack Mm-hmm. and she is so incredible. She does uh tarot from a place of like self-reflection and it really just took me from having these cards that I played with to like predict my future into this tool that I use to help heal me on my journey of eating disorder recovery and also just help me not hate myself and work through my own shame journey that was built up within me for the past 26 years. Wow. It, yeah, it 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 was a lot, but it was it was honestly like the best thing that's ever happened to me were, were the tarot cards because they gave me this outlet and this point to reflect and look within myself and mm. also help move me forward when I didn't have words or understanding
0: for exactly kind of what I was experiencing. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. That's that's such a beautiful story. Thank you so much. I had no idea. Like, Thank you so <laughs> much for sharing. I mean, I think you're very gifted and I think that especially I can tell that like you said, you were divinely led, which I totally believe because we'll get into it. We're going to we're going to do a mini reading, which I'm so excited. Yes. Um, So people can kind of see how you operate. But like it feels very natural for you. And I can definitely tell it's one of your gifts. So I'm so glad that that the ex-boyfriend got you that deck. Yeah. I do have to ask you, I've heard a rumor that you're not supposed to buy or like you're not supposed to purchase your own first tarot deck. What What's your thoughts on that?
1: So I... I think that there are people that are maybe meant to be leaders in like the spiritual community that are supposed to be like more psychic or intuitive that are helping others. And like, I kind of feel like those type of people, tarot falls into their lap. Someone gets it to them. But I think the tarot is such an incredible, powerful tool in in people's own personal practice that I'm like, go, if you feel called, go buy a deck, please do not wait around for someone to get this for you. Like it's, You're missing out on so much if you're doing that
0: yeah I cheated my first deck was um it was on our uh family like secret santa so it was on my list so my brother got it for me so like yes it was a gift but I like very much asked for it and now I feel very I have a couple decks now but like I feel very confident like buying my own deck because I got the first one out of the way (laughs) because it's a little superstitious of me but um yeah so I, I did have someone purchase it but it was a gift that I asked for so
1: Nice, I know. I mean, that's a good way of going about it. If you really want to do that, that's a good way. <laughs> yeah, I knew
0: which deck I also like wanted that that spoke to me very clearly. Totally. So anyway. But I loved like you touching on the correlation between like self-awareness and growth and sounds like healing for you. What do you think it is about, you know, spirituality and intuitive reading and tarot? Why do you think that those are so Interconnected, or or like, how is it? I I found it to be like a stepping stone in my continued journey of of um kind of like self reflection and self intimacy that I'm so obsessed with. But what are your thoughts on that?
1: I think it comes down to if you know yourself, you can free yourself. Mm. And when I I've 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 been obsessed with astrology since I was twelve because I'm a Capricorn that never resonated. And I like would then just like go heads down into it. I was like, "Why? how does this all work? So astrology is kind of my first language, and then tarot is my second. Um, but I, I don't really do astrology readings because there's so many things out there. Anyways, yeah. I think that we're all just looking for a way to get to know ourselves mm-hmm. at a deeper level. And what I really love about tarot is that there's like, quote unquote, good cards, and then there's bad cards. And even though I really don't agree with that, but there's these ways to also look at yourself and get to know like these darker sides of you, that shadow element of ourselves. And in our spiritual journey, if we truly want to like break from old patterns, break from feelings of shame and regret and just kind of those darker emotions, we kind of tend to hide from the world we have to we have to shine a light on them we have to get to know them we have to integrate that and understand that that's still who we are mm-hmm. and also it doesn't have to be who we are moving forward
0: that's beautiful it's really funny that you say that because i was going through quite a um disruptive time frame when it came to dating like things just were like it was very chaotic very stressful it just was just a bad dating kind of spurt And I pulled my deck out and I pulled, you're not gonna, I mean, of course you're going to believe this because it's, but I pulled the lover's card reverse and it was like, I couldn't hide from the fact like what that card was telling me and I as as much as I wanted to intellectualize it as much as I wanted to give excuses like I pulled one card from this deck and it was that card so clearly telling me like you need to get right with yourself and like so I I, I totally um you know that was like one that was that was pretty recent but I use my deck also as I think sometimes, I mean, I deal with like anxiety and I have um, like anxious attachment and I can't, I don't always want to rely on my friends to soothe me, right? Mm -hmm. I think that self-soothing is really important. And for me, my tarot deck is kind of like a a lever that I pull in like the self-soothing protocol because it's like a way to like check in with myself and kind of like, the energy around me? And am I tapped into that? How am I feeling about it? Honestly, like my deck is really the deck that I use the most is really based on um, self-care. So it gives me a very actionable um, step to take when I'm, you know, like working with my cards. So um I love this like version of being able to tap into something a little bit like higher being. So
1: yeah. And I think that you're using it exactly like how I recommend people use it. Like the, the the tarot, at the end of the day, even like tarot, oracle cards, they're just sheets of paper. They're just these little papers with like images on it. But the magic, the power comes through when you pull something, you set an intention, you take a moment, and you get really honest with yourself with what that card's like showing you, reflecting back to you, offering for you to look within and like understand yourself at a deeper level. And they can be, like you're saying, so self-soothing mm-hmm. because it's it's not it can also be hard because you might be like pulling like please give me little lovers upright tell me everything's gonna be okay but I usually you, I, don't
0: talk like I don't <laughs> interact with my cards like that I don't beg for anything or I'm just like I'll I, I prompt it with like a question like what do I need to know right now or yes. like yeah it's and and whatever it tells me like I'm not gonna like you said bad cards and good cards I'm not gonna be afraid it's more of, it's like that bringing me to the present moment and being like, okay, like what I'm dealing with is actually like real and then, okay, we'll proceed from there, but yeah.
1: That's perfect, everyone listening adopt this mindset because <laughs> at least when I was I was first starting off, I, I didn't have that, I had to learn that um, for myself. I was, you know, breaking down, I'd pull a card and it would be, uh, let's do a nice good one, three of swords. And Three of Swords is this time where we are deep within our suffering. And so it. I'm pulling this. I'm like, just tell me it's going to get better. Tell me it's going to get better. And I pulled these cards. But what it was actually telling me is that I have to feel through these emotions. Mm. I need to sit in this pain. I need to feel this, look at this, honor this. And in doing so, I'm going to get past it. And so it was giving me the ticket out. But it was like my anxiety it was like so wrapped up in it. Yeah. And so I, I, was, I was intense with my cards. I was pulling a card every single day, multiple spreads, maybe a day, like just really, they were my life for a bit. And it was because of that, because I needed to learn how to trust the cards and trust like myself to use them in a way that was like releasing any sort of attachment or expectation, asking um, open-ended questions with it and just seeing what sort of information could be reflected back to me. So.
0: Yeah, that's so true. I feel like I also really rely on just like my gut instinct. Like if mm-hmm. I want to pull a card or I like I just really listen to that versus feel like I like I need to force it. So it sits on my nightstand and it's like there if I want it. And I probably pull a card maybe. I'm still kind of like in a single or like I've started to pull two cards recently mm-hmm. just as a way to like naturally ramp up. I've tried to pull spreads but like it just it's a lot of information for me like I'm still a beginner um when I'm doing this like solo but um you know that's why we call in experts like you but um (laughs) I'm still pulling like one or two cards and I'll just like listen to that instinct and for me it's like the card tells me that it like wants to be pulled
1: yes yes totally you're and like that again like Everyone listening do this because I get a lot of people that are like, especially on TikTok or Instagram, who will DM me and be like, I just pulled this seven card spread and I have no idea what it means. I'm like, yeah, you pulled seven cards. Like That is so much information to work with. I'm like, pull one card, start there. Yeah, maybe two. And setting the intention and kind of listening to the energy is uh, an incredible um, part of the process. I always try and recommend when people are starting off, like if you're going to read cards for yourself, if you're going to pull tarot cards or Oracle cards, close your eyes and meditate for just a minute, mm. bring, bring that breath like down into the body see if you can lengthen those exhales. Cause if you can come down into a little bit more grounded of a state, you're going to be able to receive that information. And like that intuition is going to be a little clearer for you.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I make sure that I have no electronics around me, so I don't want to see my phone screen. I don't want a computer around me. I like to have a really blank slate so that my focus is there. Um, yeah, it sounds like I didn't really even know. Like I'm talking through my process, and I feel like I've kind of taught myself this. But thank you for <laughs> for affirming my what what I do um, on my own time. But I would also love to talk about, let's talk about some common misconceptions because I think one of the hurdles of people getting into tarot, like I've had friends where I'm like, oh my gosh, go see my tarot card reader. And they're like, ah, but I just don't want a bad reading. What are your thoughts on the bad reading misconception?
1: All right. I love this question because there have been so many times where I'm at like a party and people are like, bring out your tarot cards. And then like half the crowd is like, yes, give me a reading. Tell me everything. The other half of the crowd is like, no way. Do not. I don't want to know like, you know, how bad it is. And the thing is, is there's no such thing as a bad reading. There are 78 cards in the tarot deck and they're universal human experiences. So there's not a card in the deck that you can't relate to. And Every single card has a polarity to it. There is a beautiful seed of wisdom, um, a beautiful seed of like actionable insight that you can take away with a card. And then the other side is that it can, there can also be like an over-exaggeration or a negative effect of that card with good and bad. So for example, the two cards that people are terrified of. Death. <laughs> in the tarot. <laughs> death, yes. Death in the tower. Uh-huh. And so the death card is actually one of the most beautiful cards because it symbolizes transformation. Uh So when we pull this card, it's not saying you're going to die or someone's going to die. It's saying, hey, transformation is around you. There's Mm -hmm. opportunity for transformation right now. And transformation occurs when we also learn how to let go of something. Mm -hmm. We let go of a way of being, a way of thinking about life. We let go of maybe a job or even a relationship that's not serving us. It's about releasing so that transformation can occur. Mm -hmm. And then the tower card, it looks terrifying. Like it is this um, all black card with uh, lightning striking a tower and people jumping out of the the tower. And it's it represents unexpected change coming or unexpected change. Mm -hmm. And so the the fear card of that is like, oh, my God, like something bad is going to happen to me. But on the other side, the wisdom of that card is like, but if you feel powerless, remember that you still always have the power to choose how you react in a situation. You can always take a breath and decide, am I going to free fall with grace? Mm. Or am I going to fight against this thing that is just happening in my life? Am I going to let myself spiral out with this? And I get to choose that. That is when when all other powers removed from us, we still get to choose how we react. Mm-hmm. And so even though it might feel like an intense card, there's such beautiful wisdom in that. And then on the other side of that, there are these really great, beautiful cards, like uh, 10 of coins, 10 of pentacles. And a lot of people read this as the abundance card, that Mm -hmm. all of the money is going to come to you, that everything's going to be amazing and perfect. And people ask me like, but I got this in like the releasing card or like, what's my, what challenge am I facing? And it's, it's really a symbol then that we're like grasping onto this idea that we need abundance for like life to work out for us, that we have to have this, that we're, we're thinking that some sort of idea is absolutely necessary for us to have happiness. And in the releasing of this like gripping energy we have on abundance or this, this like, you know, quote unquote positive side of our card, we're actually holding ourselves back. Mm. And so when I'm doing readings with people and they're like really afraid of a bad reading, I tell them like, you could get like five of the worst cards here and you're not going to walk away hating yourself. You're going to walk away with information that can help you on your journey. It's, it's going to give you the things, the tools, the insights that are going to in not empower you Mm -hmm. more than like tell like re-shame you or re-keep
0: you down um does that make sense totally like I think what you're saying too is like tarot's never going to be like oh you're a bad person it's going to be like there might be bad situations that that you're dealing with um and I think that that's just human beings and human experiences and I think sometimes like whether you're willing to acknowledge that or not I think is when you're ready to to go on kind of this this journey Um, one of my favorite things that you said when we started off our first reading was you're like I'm not here to guess your cat's name like I'm here to like channel the energy and talk through like your experience and like I also love that delineation because I think people also confuse it with maybe psychics or or Little hoaxy type things, and that's really not what it is. I think that's another common misconception. Do you have any comments on that? Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. And I think that I, I'm grateful right now. A lot of the people that are coming to me kind of have have a greater understanding of what to expect from a tarot reader. But in the beginning, it was hard. Like I would get people who I, I would start by saying very similar, like the, this is not a magic trick. I'm not trying to guess your cat's dead cat's name. <laughs> I am here to help just kind of read the energy, give you things to reflect on. And it works best if we're in conversation. And then people wouldn't say a word the whole reading. Mm-hmm. And at the end I would get, okay, so do you want to know the truth of it now? Like you were dead on with all of these things. And I'm like, no, <laughs> you'll get more out of it if you talk to me. And like, I don't, I don't, that's, this is for you. When mm-hmm. I'm doing a reading, it's not for me. I don't need the ego boost of like knowing that I'm like correct as an intuitive reader or a tarot reader I want to help you. I want you to get the most out of this as possible. And so there's a, there definitely is a little bit of a misconception around like, I'm, this is kind of like a roadside attraction Mm -hmm. more than it is. I would say it's more akin to therapy than it is a circus.
0: I totally agree. I was going to say, like, it's a form of therapy to me. And that's Mm -hmm. my personal belief and my personal experience. That's, and, and no disrespect to, you know, therapists. Like, it, there's different, modalities of, of therapy. And for me, this is one of them. So that's why I find it so important to have you here. So, um, let's talk about, so I think one of the, the reasons that I came to you initially is I was having, it's like a, a broken record, my patterns, but like relationship issues. And I think some of the hesitation from someone might come from, you know, you, you, suggesting that it might be the wrong relationship or that like it's the wrong person or whatever can you um shine some light on kind of misconceptions when it comes to relationships
1: yeah for sure that definitely is a huge theme with a lot of my clients and the first thing that I like to just kind of point out I never really tell anybody something that they don't already know themselves and I I'm very, very gentle in my approach. So if I'm feeling anything like that, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh my God, you have got to release this relationship right now. It's kind of more like I'm going to talk you through it. I'm going to be like, hey, tell me about your relationship. What's going on there? How is that making you feel? Like we have this card that's saying that maybe there's some challenges with communication. What does that mean to you? Like, how does that come up for you? And so it's less about me coming in and being like, oh, this job is done, this relationship is done, like you better pack your bags. Like and it's more like what 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 is maybe the, the, the undercurrent that's going on here? What are maybe some of the root issues or inter, or interesting things you kind of need to bring to the surface to, to dissect and look at and decide like is this something that I want to work on and continue with? Or you know, what what do you need to know to help you through this time? Because again, the tarot is these universal experiences so there there are ways for us to kind of it helps us shift our perspective and maybe look at something in a new light or in a new way and even focus in that perspective too well if like I do pull the six of wands traditionally a more positive card it says that we have recognition or we're getting it's a time of recognition that we're being seen and you might pull this reverse in a in a relationship reading and it feels like you're not being seen. Mm. So I'm going to share that and be like how does how does that make you feel? Yeah. Like what what comes up with that? So it's not it's never going to be this black or white thing. I'm never I would and I, honestly that's kind of one of my issues with the tarot TikToks like yeah. where you like are scrolling through and it's like this stop this message is for you. <laughs> if you're seeing this. And like, I'm so guilty.
0: I'm like, oh, this one is for me.
1: Oh, <laughs> <I'll, laughs> I do too. I will. And sometimes I'm like, Oh no, this is definitely not. They're talking like about something crazy, but like, I, I just want people to know like not to get too attached to that. You always have free will to decide and what you want to bring on for yourself or what you want to look at or reflect on. Like, it's all going to be on your own time anyways. Like I'm not going to force you to do anything. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I think one of the examples I'm, I don't mind sharing kind of one of my one of your um readings kind of like a a chapter of your reading so i was i kind of posed to you that i was in this quandary of like three individuals, three guys. This makes me sound way cooler than I am. But like they were all kind of at different stages of like relationships and like one I had known for 7 years and I was like interested in maybe like being in a relationship with them and so I was like I kind of I gave you each of their names and then what was so beautiful about the reading is that you were like, "Oh, I'm being called to pull a different number of cards for each one," which was so true because they you know, they, they're, they hold different spaces in my life and they're, I don't want to compare them more or less impactful, but right. They were like, I was interested in being in a, a, a relationship. And so I was trying to like, understand the players kind of orbiting and you pulled a certain number of cards for each one of them. And I will never forget, but you pulled one card for one individual and you're like, this person is just fun. And that's, totally what it is and totally what it has been and totally what it will be but it was so spot on I thought that was such a great example and then I think what you also shared is like uh all these people are orbiting, but you get to decide too which one you want to like pull closer. Like that was the energy that you were getting. And I I loved that too because it wasn't contingent on that individual. It was still my choice in my life and contingent on my decisions. So that was also really helpful for me that I, I've I've gone back to that like segment of our reading and thought about it like several times.
1: So <laughs> I love that. Those yeah. are always so interesting. And that was I thought I remember that reading. That was so fun. It and was because
0: I was like, I was like all of these gentlemen options, <laughs> like that wasn't actually what happened to be the case, and that's fine. Like I think one toppled off. I think like that evening, like it was, like. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. Um, yeah. I also want to know what's your so the I would say the one card that I'm like intimidated by is the devil. What are your thoughts? <gasps> The devil. I have
1: a good old history with the devil. Um, (laughs) So I have six planets in Capricorn and the devil card is associated with Capricorn in the tarot. And at one during my Saturn return, which is in Capricorn, um, I was pulling the devil constantly. Of course. And so I really learned how to love the devil. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So the devil card represents our, our avoidance patterns and our, um, the, the things that we do to, uh, the, the, the addictive behaviors that we have within ourselves. It's the things we go back into the vices that we have that when we feel slightly uncomfortable, or we don't want to face a fear of ours, or we don't want to move forward on a journey. Like we've hit a point of just like even, you know, can be during burnout, where we start binge watching TV, we start uh, going crazy on the dating apps, we start shopping like nuts, like, and we're doing all of these things that don't actually make us feel better. But we're trying to self soothe, but they're, they're these avoidance addictive patterns. And so when I pull the card now, like back then, I'd be like, Oh, my God, I'm gonna be possessed, because I was raised Catholic. And so, you know, it's good, the whole thing. But then I quickly learned, like, no, this is just telling me, like, abigail stop buying so much right now like you feel bad so recognize that and before you click check out just add it to the cart just add it to the cart don't yeah. actually go through the purchase but yeah it's that's a another one of those like scary looking cards yeah but and it, it's funny because it goes death temperance tower um or no devil and then tower like it, you have all of these right in a row in the major arcana and uh-huh. they're like just these it's like thick <laughs> it's a it's a murky section of the tarot. But yeah. It's good lessons, but yeah. How have you seen the terror or the devil pop up in your life?
0: Well, I haven't pulled it for myself, but I was doing this for my friend and I pulled the devil for her and I felt so guilty. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, Oh man, like I just, I felt really bad. Um, but it makes me feel better to hear your explanation of it too, because it is a scary looking card. Um, but uh, like, I think that you've, so gorgeously articulated it there's there's things to pull from it and like the devil and like how you explain the card I can understand how the title of the card is related but it's still there's still some explanation to that so Mm -hmm. yeah I pulled it for someone else
1: yeah that's a hard one whenever I pull tower devil uh death I'm always like so I'm going to share a card but it's not bad we're going to talk through it don't worry (laughs) yeah
0: yeah Um, okay. So, well, I love also too, I just want to call out, we'll, we'll give your socials at the end, but you like, I love how you just obviously know the deck inside and out that makes you the expert, but you do this amazing, you're doing this thing on Instagram right now where you're walking through each card each day. And I think it's so wonderful, kind of the educational experience. I hope to get to that level at some point where I'm like, know what the card is and then i i know the meaning but right now i'm still like pulling out the book and like yeah. still doing the readings and and that's okay yeah
1: yeah and you'll get there yeah thank you it's um 78 cards in 78 days because learn the tarot in 78 days yeah and i'm doing it on tiktok and instagram um and i i w- I did it because i wanted to provide people like with a way to get to know the cards in kind of a short snappy way instead of just looking at a book because When I looked at the readings always, they or the the little descriptions, I'd get in my head about it. I would attach too much to some of the words. And so I wanted to provide um, a way to use the tarot in a self-reflection practice. Mm -hmm. That All the descriptions I'm giving are a way for you to look at the tarot for yourself or do like a reading with another person. But not like, you know, it's not teaching you how to be a teacher. It's teaching you how to just get to know the tarot for yourself and so each video includes a reflective question so it's like even if you don't listen to the whole thing you can just like take that one reflective question to ask yourself that because that's really what each card has is a question to just kind of ask yourself about um yeah it's been really fun i've gotten crazy good feedback from it yeah and i i'm like i think i just need to like throw this up on my site at some point too just because i want i want everyone to have access i'm so sick of these paywalls of two thousand dollars to
0: learn the tarot and i'm like
1: it doesn't need to be that like this is a really wonderful tool and
0: so I want to give it back to the masses <laughs> that's so beautiful um definitely put it up on your on your website too and I'm I I love just that like that um just that like sharing with everyone I think that that's also too one of these like misconceptions or it creates these like unnecessary boundaries because ultimately I'm going to do my own reading supplementally but I'm still gonna like have you do a bigger one. So like, there's room for everyone. And there's like a time for every type of tarot experience is, is I think my perspective.
1: Totally. And uh, to kind of go back to common misconceptions, another thing that people think is that there's one right way to read a card. Mm. And I almost challenge people. Like if you're starting off on your tar- tarot journey, read a bunch of different resources and like kind of cherry pick and make up your own definitions. And I personally really resonated with like one or two, and then all of a sudden those descriptions didn't resonate anymore. So then I've kind of formed my own, which is mm-hmm. what I'm offering to the world, but they're still rooted in some truth. There's always going to be like the the deepest thread of it is, is rooted in kind of the the traditional view, but then we expand upon it and we it, try and give it a, a new way, a new light to look at it. Um, and so, yeah, definitely if you're starting off with tarot, it's, it feels very overwhelming. Take what works. There's no right or wrong way to look at it. and honestly trust your intuition because if you pull a card and the, you see on one website says this and another website says this, one percent, TikTok says that, like see what resonates the most. Trust that and don't be like, well, am I ignoring something if I don't listen to that? It's like, no. like at some point you have to learn how to trust yourself with this with this tool.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so funny when I pulled, <laughs> when I pulled the lovers reverse, I was like on every site being like, "What is this Cause it was very relationship driven. And so I was like, just analyzing it and like really trying to, and I was every site, I was like, yep, that's, that's also <laughs> true, but you can do it, you know, career wise, you can do it, you know, friendship wise. Like I'll look something up like, you know, 10 of pentacles, in if I'm feeling like I need something addressed from like a work perspective, a career perspective, I'll see what that card means a little bit deeper from like that that facet.
1: Yes, perfect. And yeah. that and every card is applicable. Even the lover's card, if you pull the lover's card in work, it's really it's not like, oh, you have a work romance, which maybe you do and <laughs> that's cool. Um but <laughs> it's more of it can be like a card of integration where you are learning how to embody the the more masculine characteristics or feminine characteristics and finding like the the middle ground between both of those because it's an integration and acceptance
0: between the two polarities oh my gosh you're so aligned to our podcast have you been listening <laughs> to previous episodes <laughs> yes <laughs> well I love it because when we did our like pre-call like you were just so like, so ready to, like, jump in and do it. So I just want to say I appreciate that because I'm still, like, navigating what it means to have this podcast and, you know, and and what people want to listen to. And I think what... I am now continuing to lean on is just things that are in my life and that I'm passionate about and that sharing my experiences and like always getting back to that. So like I said, thank you so much for just being all in and and like excited about it (laughs) because I was really nervous to send that email. I'm like, I don't know.
1: (laughs) I was so pumped. I was so excited. I, one, you know, I like love and adore you. And then two, the podcast has been amazing. I was listening to before you even asked me to to be on it. I was like, this looks amazing. This is so needed. And I think like I, I, everything you're doing is, is resonating with, um, I think me and obviously a lot of other people. So thank you
0: for the work you're doing. Thank you so much. I love words of affirmation, but I'm also not that great at receiving them sometimes. So if you can't tell, I'm blushing a little, but (laughs) thank you. I appreciate it. Um, okay. So should we get into it? Are you ready? Yes. Okay, okay. so um, this is by no means like a selfish um, request, but um, I think it'd be really great for us to do a mini reading. Um, what it looks like because I think also too that's intimidating like what happens behind you know closed doors or what happens between virtually between you and um, the person who's um, using your services and so just showing kind of your um, expertise and kind of how this process looks so we're going to do a mini reading for me and I think that you've also um, so graciously said that you're going to do a a mini reading for the collective like of our listeners So make sure that you keep tuning in because yeah this is the good stuff.
1: Well, and also, so we're definitely, I'm really excited to do your reading. And, and the collective reading, I think, is going to be very interesting because we're going through a lot of really big astrological shifts, um, especially in the month of March. And so even depending on when this airs, it could be like right before, or right after, like some of the big stuff. And I, I just think we all kind of are in need of a little more insight right now. Okay.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Because I heard, like, my vibe with, like, I heard that March was, like, when things are going to start ramping up and everything was, like, going to start falling into place. And I'm going to be totally honest. The past, like, two or three days have been hellacious for me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that she laughs.
1: (laughs) It's. I, you are not alone. Okay. I have received so many DMs and texts from friends and clients that are, that are like, what the hell is going on? Well, that's um, a really
0: good point. I'd love to talk about this before we get into the reading. Like, what are your thoughts on like desperation energy when it comes to like coming into a reading? Because that's always something that i try to be cognizant of is I don't want it to feel like this is like my last breath and I just like have to get a reading so that I can like self-soothe. Like I feel like I want to regulate a little bit so that there's a little bit more, um, like the waves aren't so rocky kind of, so to speak. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I think, I think you have really incredible emotional intelligence and I think that that is a really great way of approaching it. And also, there are other people that, when they're in their lowest of lows or in this really like intense times or periods in their life, it's hard to pull out of that without some sort of rope of help, Mm -hmm. Um, little like you know thing to um, honestly, it's almost like a a little thread of hope in Mm -hmm. their life. And so, no matter where anybody is in their life um I try and meet them where they're at and we always start off um when I do a one-on-one reading with someone we always start off with a meditation and so I'm going to have us close our eyes I'm going to have us just like kind of like deepen our breath and just kind of chill out and get into our bodies just like a touch and because of my intuitive abilities like I can read people really well and so Mm -hmm. I'm like okay this person's coming in with like some pretty staticky energy they're coming in pretty charged up and whether that's desperation or anger or fear I can kind of read into that. And so I really take it upon myself to make sure that I'm navigating that emotion really well. And I'm providing a really safe space for them to be in. And I think that it's really fun to have readings where the person is very regulated. They're in a good spot. And like, it's just like, Oh yeah, let's do a confirm. It's basically a confirmation of everything they already know. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, when someone is in that really intense energy, it's kind of like, I get it. I see you. I've been there. And how can we, get you a few little like you know i keep seeing this image um of like throwing ropes off of a boat like life rafts like off of a boat to like grab someone that's in the water
0: mm-hmm. and like that's kind of what i want to offer people it's like here's a little like rope of hope for you that's so beautiful thank you well i mean i'm sure that i speak for many people like thank you for sharing your gift because i know that it does take energy and i'm sure that you have practices to like you know, get back to grounding yourself as well. But I, I'm sure that it takes a lot of energy on your part. So
1: Yeah. But honestly, I've like learned I've like even before this, like we like before we even got on the call, I set up the space. Like I'm I'm tapped in. I have my little like energy bubbles and like I'm working. Like you, you kind of figure it out, like your own little practice. And that could be a whole other epi- episode episode right. about like Oh, we're gonna hygiene. have you back for episode two. I can
0: already <laughs> tell <laughs>
1: Yes. Um and so like what's uh I think One thing without like totally derailing, like I work with guides and Mm -hmm. guides are kind of like your energetic spirit team on the other side that they're almost like your entourage. They're the ones pulling strings. They're the ones that are kind of helping navigate your life from a spiritual aspect. And so without going too deep into like what are guides and what is the meaning of life? I, when I'm reading, I'm like really working with them to like read your energy, work with them to see like, what is the best information for you? And I get all that through like images in my mind's eye. I'm clairvoyant um, and clairsentient. So there's some readings where I just start bawling because I'm like f- taking on so much emotion from someone. Wow. Um, but I do, like you're saying, I do have like practices and stuff to like help my, em- like regulation, regulate my emotions. I only do a certain amount of readings per day. And I've had to learn all that, like, you know, over time. And yeah, but it's, it's, it's good. And I yeah I'm excited to read for you because when I called in your guides like prior to the call they're like we're talking future
0: (laughs) yes please I need this so bad
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it was funny I called in the guides and then the first thing that I saw was um a car like driving down a road and it it felt very much like um like a road trip or like it feels like travel it feels like there's an element of kind of some next steps that you need to take is like getting out of your bubble. Um, <laughs> you, your, your roots have kind of dried up where you're at right now. Your roots are, they, it's like served your purpose, like almost like, uh, at the end of the season, a tomato plant, it, it stops offering fruit. And so then it's like, okay, it's going into its wintering. And so you, you have to like honor that. You have to honor that the energy just isn't as fulfilling or as fruitful as it once has been. And so I see like very much like you kind of picking up and moving um, whether that's long – I don't necessarily know if it's long-term or short-term, to be honest, because it just feels like what you almost need to do is they show me a buffet, and a buffet represents um, a time where we need to go sample things and taste taste test things
0: mm-hmm. and kind of see, like, well, what is it that I actually want to try? Um, I'm smirking so hard right now, and, <laughs> and we have not discussed this. I intentionally didn't want to tell you anything because I didn't want to, like – we have not discussed this, but this is <laughs> – crazy
1: (laughs) um and okay so they're showing me uh this is weird they're showing me Bugs Bunny but I really don't and they're showing me Bugs Bunny in past are you there's something about needing to go home for a bit maybe um it feels like (laughs) okay I'm dying (laughs) yeah okay cool Minneapolis represent I I mean I'm
0: I'm willing to share because I think that I, I just want to show the correlation. So I've given up my lease in LA right now and I'm not re-signing a lease. And I've lived in LA for two and a half years and I've really enjoyed it. But there's something that for me, I feel like I need to step out for a little bit and like, um, do some reflection. I, 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 have the great advantage of being working, being able to work remote. And so I can be a little bit more mobile. And so I'm like getting emotional now. (laughs) This is exactly how this stuff goes, but I'm actually going to go spend some time at my parents' house. Um, They have a vacation home. And then I also have to go and spend some time at like my childhood home um, to dog sit my dog for three weeks because my parents are leaving so like when you like home like it really is home home like Mm -hmm. so yeah nice
1: okay that makes a lot of sense then and it it's that all that feels really good all that feels very much like you you kind of again buffet style like you kind of need to be bopping around be a little nomadic for a bit and it's it and you're Sagittarius right yes sun and Uh, moon and that, that's really good for you. Like yeah. Sagittarius is the travel sign, is the philosopher, and so traveling can really almost like reignite something. Okay, so I'm having some claircognition, and like I'm, they're pulling me deep right now. Um, there's just an element of where you're at in your life where you kind of don't feel inspired anymore, and it feels very much like. Uh, like, you're really missing out on something, and you're kind of like, well, there there has to be a little bit more. There's, there's this element of, I used to have so much more joy, and even though you know yourself so much better, you're like, but where's the bridge between those? How do I, how do I take everything that I've learned, but then also learn how to bring more joy into my life? And so it's like, they're showing me you putting on, like, this little, like, outfit, this, like, almost, like, kind of safari outfit of, like, you know that you now need to go out and explore that. You know that you can't you can't stay still. It's almost there's gonna like e pray love, like you kind of need your e pray love moment of like really going deep within. Like if I know myself, that's amazing. But then how do I now go enjoy myself? How do I go and enjoy life? How do I kind of get all the things that I feel like should be that have been promised to me by society? Does that make sense?
0: It yeah. I and I'm like holding like the flood of tears right now because I can't lose my, (laughs) I can't lose my shit. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really true. Um, I think that I've always been really inspired by things. I've, I've done a lot of things. I'm a manifest generator. I know we talked a little bit about human design and I think that'll be our, our next episode. Um, but I like doing a lot of different things. I've started my own clothing brand. I've built, you know, um, other brands I've worked in beauty I've worked in design and like I I like doing a lot of different things but like I'm at the point now where none none of them seem to like have gained the traction that I would have wanted them to from like a fulfillment standpoint um and so that's really hard for me to grapple with because I've always been driven by like what's next or what's my next goal or what's my next big thing that I'm gonna like conquer or have curiosity about and I've been in this like very and I I think this podcast is a a really good example of something that like I felt so called deeply called to do and I didn't really necessarily know why but it brings Mm -hmm. me a lot of joy and so it's just, like, I. there's, like, these little moments and hints of joy, but, like, nothing is being as fulfilling as I, as I want them to be. And I know what fulfilling feels like. I've done them before. And mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of, like, okay, okay. And, like, I feel like the energy of, like, the entire beginning of the year has been, like, in – career and relationships in like geographical location I feel like I've made pushes in all of them and I'm like okay I'm finally gaining traction and then like even within this week it's been like nope 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 and they've all kind of pulled back to like starting point again and I was like are you kidding me (laughs) because I was like okay we're finally we're finally getting some traction here and then all of them have just kind of like slowly pulled back. And I'm like, yeah.
1: It's, we're in a big clearing time right now. We're in this moment where what's not serving us is really being shown to us. And instead of thinking of it as like, like this death that things are being taken from you, like seeing it as a blank slate mm-hmm. is what is like, especially for you, like you specifically, like. <laughs> seeing that everything's kind of falling off so that you can have this blank slate because and i think you saying the word fulfilling is exactly like it was like i was striving for that word when i was trying to talk it, it that's like what if you have the next 3 years as like a, a single word goal it's fulfillment yeah and that is sometimes when we go after something new and we go after what true true fulfillment actually is things fall off that actually aren't good for us to get there Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, I think that I personally have a really difficult time with like loss or like things. Mm -hmm. And I I think it's a a mindset shift that I need to actively work on and will probably always work on. So. Totally. So thank you for bringing that to my awareness. And (laughs) (laughs) that has now become my new to do. (laughs) Yep. Have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, so great.
1: <laughs> speaking of which I did pull some cards for you. Yeah. Um, that first part was just all an intuitive reading and now we'll use the tarot to kind of see what advice is available to you at this time. Um, so I pulled four cards. The first card is going to represent your energy right now and (laughs) it's very on point with what you're saying so you got five of pentacles and five of pentacles is the scarcity mindset card Mm. it is when we are walking and feeling like we have nothing and we get kind of so caught up in that story that we don't have enough that there is no help that we're just alone in our in our search for like what meaning of not even the meaning of life is but our search for fulfillment Mm -hmm. that we we kind of get tunnel vision and so this card it, it symbolizes an energy of that, that scarcity mindset. But then the, the wisdom side of that is it's asking you to shift your perspective. It's pick your head up. This is traditionally shown as two people walking in snow, looking down at their feet. And this card says, pick your head up and look around. Where where can you find help? Where can you see that there maybe is opportunities for support or something that can inspire or interest you? Where where are these little little, again, kind of ropes of hope that you can look out to? And so that's your energy right now. Um, Spot on. (laughs) (laughs) The next three cards are your advice cards. And so I love doing the spread. I was really hoping we do a five card spread, but I'll probably be doing that for the collective. But um, they really want you to have advice right now. They really want to give you the things like almost like the toolkit to help you move forward on this journey that you're on. So. The first card you got is Page of Coins, Page of Pentacles. Um, Page of Pentacles is this card. All pages are planners. They're looking ahead and they're like, okay, how am I going to go on this road trip? How am I going to build this house? And they're in the planning stage. And the Page of Pentacles like flavor of that is you have to deeply know yourself. And if I deeply know myself, then I know that I'll make the right decisions Mm -hmm. and I have to keep coming back to being embodied and trusting myself and trusting that those intuitive pulls or those inner knowings and trusting, well, I know that I absolutely more than anything hate, you know, hundred degree heat and humidity. So don't move to Florida. Like it's, it's kind of like as simple as that. And what's interesting is you actually got it pulled reverse. So it feels like you're actually coming out of that time you have this understanding you've been doing so much work on yourself you've been Mm -hmm. doing so much work on like understanding yourself but now it's time to apply it so when we get the reversal of it it's kind of like this this energy is ending and now we need to move forward so where are you moving forward to we have the king of wands i mean bestie this is such a beautiful card (laughs) (laughs) yay (laughs) i i love to equate the wands with beyonce okay and great i think of page of wands beyonce is like seven-year-old beyonce being like one day it'd be cool to be a singer i want to like that'd be so fun and then the knight of wands beyonce is destiny's child when she is um practicing she but she's it's really a trial and error period she's learning how to be embodied within her craft and then queen of wands is like her solo career, her yeah. starting off solo career. She's still learning, She's but she has more autonomy. She's on her own. She's putting herself more like out there, more visibility. She's lemonade. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then two days, Beyonce uh-huh. is queen of king of wands, which is mastery. She doesn't have to listen to anybody. Yeah. Beyonce gets to do what Beyonce wants to do. She doesn't have a manager that's like, you need to make a single that sounds like this. She's like, no, I'm going to make the music I like. Yeah. I'm going to do the things that I believe in, and so this journey for you is about that energy. It's about you. Which embodying which card that. did you pull? Which, King of Wands. Oh, okay, okay. So
0: I'm at okay, yeah, 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 okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm yes. like, am ia seven year old Beyonce or am I <laughs> nice?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're modern day Beyonce. You're Tiffany's partnership Beyonce. Perfect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's really a beautiful like indicator of like what what you're striving for at this time. What's available to you? What is what is the big. um journey or outcome of this 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 time that you're about to embark in it's about learning authentic expression and when you and not just like from your voice but from like your just your beingness because that's going to help tap into your truest or highest potential for what you can do in this lifetime and because when you it's almost like you take away the rules and the expectations when you pull those away you get to then decide like well who do I actually want to be and how do I want to show up as that and you start to do that all right, final card, chariot. And I love this because your guides are kind of just like, and get out of your head because it's gonna work out. Like, get out of your head, you. like success is there. <laughs> like, like the death card, the chariot is a transformation card. And it's a transformation card that really symbolizes like you've gotten over a huge hurdle. You've you've gotten to a point where you can, you can celebrate, you've transformed, you you're stepping into a new way of being. And to see that is kind of like. They're almost like trying to let you know, like trust yourself more, trust yourself that this is exactly where you're supposed to be and that everything that you're um, embarking on is perfectly within alignment for you. You are, you're stepping into that King of Wands energy. And if you can trust that this is again, where you're supposed to be, it'll make it easier to do that.
0: Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I, I, yeah, I just gotta like, I've talked about this in a previous episode and it's always like the same advice but I'm I hold things very tightly because I think holding something tightly means that I'm controlling it when in reality it's like surrendering to it and and like I know the plan that I want to do and I've delayed the plan now for a month because I thought I needed this like wiggle room and like maybe I did maybe I didn't but like okay it's like okay let's put one foot in front of the other let's let's do what you know yep. that you're supposed to do so yeah
1: I <laughs> gotta get out of that page of pentacles and start getting on the journey. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's honestly, it's a really beautiful reading. And it this is like a really great example of how readings can be empowering Mm -hmm. and help you kind of like just realize that, oh, like, I didn't realize I was looking for this, but maybe I needed some permission or I needed like just a little bit of um, validation that I am on the right path.
0: Yeah, the way that I feel right now is like, I feel like my energy the past couple of days is like, am I doing this right? Should I do this? Have I done this right? Like, what about this? And I think for me, what this reading just said is like, just like allow it to be a little bit more um, like organic and natural because yeah. things are working out and it's it's never on my timeline. And I think that that's something I always have to remind myself. Totally. And yeah.
1: that's, that's honestly like the next level of like, spiritual advancement i think is like when we realize that we don't have control of everything but how do we then learn how to float in the river that is like the energies of life and how do we go with that
0: so i love that visual well thank you yeah
1: for (laughs) sure all right do we still have time to do another little collective reading
0: we have 10 minutes so yeah perfect timing
1: that is perfect okay cool um so I love collective readings and we do have again a lot of energy shifts happening right now. Um Saturn has just entered Pisces, which it'll be in for the next 3 years. And Pluto, which has been just rocking the Capricorn boat for so, since 2008, everyone. Um Capricorn or Pluto is now entering Aquarius on the 23rd of March, and that is like massive collective energy shift. We're going from Pluto kind of doing deep dives into our institutions and really flipping up, um, and uncovering kind of the dirty details of institutions. Like we just had another, like, you know, the, the, what's going on in the banking crisis right now is like, Pluto's like, Hey, guess what? Like you should do one more look over here in the banking industry. And now it's about to enter into Aquarius, which is all about the collective. And so it's about bringing power back to the, 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 the collective instead of the individual. And so I'm seeing right now a lot of people realizing that they're like, I'm just like, the Great Resignation is kind of an example of this. We're like, things, this, these systems aren't working for us anymore. How can we have more um, power within our within our like daily lives mm-hmm. or as a collective? So that's just a little touch, just because I'm sure it's probably going to show up in this reading. And there's nothing to be afraid of either. I also want to just make that clear. This doesn't mean you know anything is super intense it really is just kind of a it's just kind of good to see what sort of energies we're working with on a collective this is a huge reading <laughs> our listeners are so lucky honestly this is really gorgeous this is this is beautiful okay so i pulled my five card spread which is like my favorite spread to pull and we, we have here is a past present future card Okay. And then we have uh, a lesson that we're moving through. And then above that, we have the the advice that's available to us. And I think this is a really gorgeous spread to kind of just help us get a little bit more clear on what, what we're working with right now. What do we need to know right now? What is um, some bits of advice to help me at this time? So my suggestion for the audience is just to take what resonates. If something feels really good, if it really sparks something, you feel yourself say like, oh ah or even an oh shit like you know it's kind of for you um and if something's not resonating let it go don't try it, don't to force it to apply uh apply to yourself okay so as a collective our present moment is the high priestess and the high priestess is about us becoming better with understanding our intuition it is about us really realizing that our intuition is a gift even though it's kind of it's hidden underneath things and it's it can be a lot 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 quieter than our mind it is just as important just as valuable a, of a compass of a tool for discernment as our mind is because the, the intuition is really this embodiment of listening to that that voice within us that that intuitive pull, those little nudges that we feel, and then using the mind to decide, am I going to listen to this? I'm going to make the choice, use discernment with this is presented to me. Now what do I want to do with that? And I think it's really interesting to see that this is popping up because this is a huge theme I'm seeing in a lot of my clients' readings right now Mm -hmm. where they're having um, like everything that's coming through is like you have to live from your heart space. You have to listen to like uh, like the energy should feel like it's coming from your chest. Or your stomach, where it feels like there's a pull there, there there's resonance there. And if you find your mind over complicating or over like logic it, it, it's, you know, it, that, that there's, there's disconnect. So mm-hmm. dropping into that heart space is really important. And this is helpful because our past card is the Knight of cups. And as a collective, we've been moving through a time where we are learning about emotional intelligence within ourselves and the, the nights are all about trial and error. They're about us going through a period where we are we are learning things by doing things. So we are experiencing um like we get the language of maybe like the huge benefit I think of like Instagram and TikTok is really giving a lot of people the language of therapy or like even insights to therapy who especially who can't afford it. Totally. And so we've all had yeah, it, we've all had these like little um this time the past few years to kind of be like, ooh, OK, well, how how does that make me feel like what what do I want to know about myself? The word, This word shame, like Brene Brown, really bringing that to the collective, like really diving deep into like who am I and like how do I feel and like how do I want to manage that or understand that better so it doesn't control me or don't feel like I'm a victim to my own emotional state. And so I feel like we've been, as a collective, doing that work like very strongly. And so for us to like have that energy that we're coming out of, it's really helping us then be like, oh, so I have an intu- intuition that I can listen to, bringing us into that high priestess to realize that there's like there's something underneath. Once we get a little bit clear on our emotions, there's something underneath that's guiding us and pushing us forward. Um, so where are we going? And I love that. You know, this is coming up again. We have the King of Wands. So as a collective, we're gonna follow Allison on our journey of becoming the Beyoncés of the world. <laughs> I love
0: that.
1: Follow know, me. So Come with yes. me,
0: join me, show me.
1: <laughs> we're all supposed to be stepping into that. Like that, and to go back to like Pluto kind of opening up um the collective energy, the other thing Aquarius represents is is the, the weirdo it's the individual mm-hmm. and like being comfortable being the individual being yourself not following like other trends or following what other people are doing and don't get me wrong you can follow trends like for fun but if it doesn't feel good if you're feeling like you have to do it because you feel like you need to be seen a certain way that's when it's not good so pluto coming into aquarius is kind of saying like hey everyone let your freak flag fly freak flags fly like yeah go out there go be yourself like you're going to find so much more joy from that and that's really that king of wands energy like that is beautiful for
0: all of us to be stepping into so i'm excited to see that there <laughs> i think that's so gorgeous i love that i mean and think of like the statistical odds of that and like that alignment even just doing these two readings like you stunning you can't even <laughs> no. you can't even intellectualize it cuz it's so amazing yeah
1: I know I love it so much and I think like just even like that spread alone can be really helpful but then I always like to add on the layer of like what is the lesson we're moving through so you can also think of the lesson as um, what comes from how does a lesson come about it comes through a challenge so what is the challenge as we are embodying this intuitive beingness and stepping into our king of bonds beyond saying this What is kind of the thing that we need to overcome to help us really get there? And we got the moon card and the moon card is this um, it's a challenging card for people because it's asking you to like have a dark night of the soul. It's Mm -hmm. asking you to really confront as those little inner demons pop up witnessing that and being like, I'm not going to let you control me anymore. I, for a really great personal example is when I was in my ED recovery, you know, having moments where like I wanted to regress and go and do a diet or whatever it might've been. And like, I, it would come up and I'd be like, I, I see that that is a huge desire in me because of all these other conditionings and things that I've worked through, but I'm not going to let you control me more. I see it. I witness it. And then you move through it and you move past it. So the moon card is this like, it's after this, we have the sun, we have judgment, we have the world, we have the closing of the arcana. Like you really are coming. This is like the big final like boss mode, um, boss level defeating that you need to do because it's asking you to look so deeply at yourself and all aspects of yourself go into the, into that shadow aspect and accept it and confront it. And so it being like our lesson challenge card is really saying like, as we're stepping into the the Beyonce's that we want to be we are going to naturally kind of see some of the limitations pop up. We're going to see those imposter syndromes. We're going to see like, I'm afraid of losing my job. If I start my business, I'm afraid of, you know, fill in the blank if I go after this thing that I intuitively know about myself. And so this card is an invitation to just witness and sit with that and allow that to exist and also then move forward anyways. All right. Final card, the advice card. I love having an advice card. It's kind of the thing like, hey, what's, if I had one tool to help me get through this, what do I need to know? And we got Queen of Pentacles. She's such a little baddie. I love <laughs> her so much. Um, so, the Pentacles is the behavior realm. So, this is us working with um, the mastery of like how our behavior, how our actions impact the world and impact our reality. And if we think about the swords, the wands, and the cups, the other four, three suits of the minor arcana, that's really dealing with invisible aspects of ourselves. It's dealing with the mind, it's dealing with our emotions, it's dealing with our energy. And then with pentacles, we're finally bringing all of that invisible, like energy, that inner world, we're bringing that out through our actions into the physical world. And so when we get Queen of Pentacles, it's really asking us to learn how to master that relationship, that formula between witnessing the the emotional state, witnessing the mind and how they kind of can manipulate us or control us in little ways or influence us, I think is a better word, in little ways. But when we, when we're in harmony with those aspects of ourselves, when we're witnessing it and we're just having mindfulness with it, we can then make better actions and choices in our physical realm. And the queen specifically is about us doing that for ourselves. We have to start in the queen state. We have to learn how to master that for ourselves. Before we get to a king state, where we then are impacting other people with with this uh, this energy that we've learned, so the advice for you is to see like really be honest with your behaviors and start taking action that feels very aligned with what the that intuition is like telling you, with what your heart is going after, and see how. Um, you can maybe create a nice little practice for yourself when you notice the mind and the emotions maybe kind of stirring up and, you know, bringing you back down to that moon card, maybe stirring up something interesting and having that really great emotional intelligence and inner awareness to help you then still make the actions or take the actions in the physical world that are going to align with you. All right.
0: Big exhale. Thoughts. Wow. <laughs> that was such a treat. I. Like it's so beautiful. It's so poetic. It's so like spot on. I hope everyone, you know, at least finds something from that because I think you did an amazing job of articulating that. And like the link between all of those cards is crazy good.
1: Wow. Yeah. That once I pulled it, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a juicy little, beautiful little read.
0: (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. This was amazing. I only welled up with tears twice, so we'll call that a success. (laughs) Lots of laughing, too, of course. Tell everyone where they can find you.
1: Yes, thanks. Um, So you can find me on TikTok and Instagram under the same handle, which is Abigail underscore air, and air is spelled E-I-R, so not air like the air you breathe. And then my website is AbigailAir.com, and you can book readings on that. I have a... One on ones, those are called the deep dive, which are really lovely. Alice and I have done a couple of those. And then I also have the gut check. So if you're just kind of like curious, you want a little sampler of what it might look like, um, the gut check is really fun. It's just a recorded reading that I record on my own and then I send it to you. It is specifically for you. Um, but I think it can be really nice if you're nervous or just kind of apprehensive in general, just like, okay, well, what does this even look like? Um, they're, they're really fun. If anything, like those have been the most validating for me as a reader because people email, email me back and they're like, what is wrong? Like, how did you know that stuff?
0: It's kind <laughs> of like what phase in life you are too. Like mm-hmm. if you feel like there's big upheaval or big change or big uncertainty, you know, one of the, your, your deeper dive reading might be more applicable. But if you're yes. like processing and progressing along, that gut check might be, you know, more applicable. So I love that you offer kind of those choose your own adventure, choose what you need. Um, because I think that that's like so true to people's experiences, so that's awesome. Yes, thanks. I'm that's probably perfect. gonna get off this call and, and schedule a gut check because clearly we have to do a <laughs> little bit more. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring you through some of like the the inner workings of logistically what's going on, and maybe we can gut check that. So
1: cool! Cannot wait. It's been such a pleasure being here today. Thank you so much, Allison.
0: All right, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We'll talk soon. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.